Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Boggs, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, and motive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Hello Storyteller Podcast. It's Melissa and Meg. Hi, Meg. Hey, hey. So just before we started recording, we were talking about what we were going to talk about today. And we were talking about how we're not, you know, we want to talk about how, you know, to not get into a rut this year. And I said to Meg, well, what if I'm already in one? What is today? What is the date today? The 8th. It's January 8th. For eight days in, Mel. Come on. I don't, maybe it's not a rut so much as it's I have lost track of days like I don't know what day <laughs> what well, day I it is I feel your pain I'm I'm on my third week of winter vacation like, oh, is it God. over yet my are we done my soul hurts for you <laughs> it does in a way <laughs> that, I hurts. <laughs> that I can't even explain to you like every time you're like oh I'm doing the girls are here you know I was not back in school I just want to send you like an extra large bottle of wine because... yeah, I need a care package a winter break care package please next year i will do that for you because <laughs> i had 12 straight days of my kids home and i have i was happier to send them to school in january than i have ever been in my life 12 wow. straight days of me my husband and all three of my kids together all day long i know I, I don't have that kind of stamina. <laughs> I don't. I wake up. I'm like, what day is it today? I have no idea. I don't even know what day of the week. I don't know the calendar date. Nothing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just winging it. Yeah. So what? She goes back next week. Yeah, she goes back uh, next Monday. Oh, hallelujah! Yes. She was supposed to go visit my parents in the right. desert, but. Yeah. We hadn't had any fun yet. You know, I was sick all of last week and there was holidays and the hustle and bustle of all that stuff and excitement. It's like we never really got to do anything fun. So last Friday, we, uh, Emma approached me and she says, mom, how about we have a yes day? I'm like, Mm. what do you mean? She's like, well, you say yes to everything I want. And I said, (laughs) I said, okay. Here are the conditions. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Let's talk about what this is going to look like. I will say yes to everything within reason. Like nothing crazy. Okay. Mom, can so, I get a pony? Yeah. No. <laughs> so No I, live you know, animals. <laughs> no, no live animals. My backyard can't handle that. But I told her, so we'll snuggle before she goes to sleep. And so 
we'll talk. And I said, okay, map out your yes date for me so I can see if I'm actually going to say yes to everything. Yeah. And so she laid it all out and I was like, okay, those are fine. So she wanted donuts in the morning and there's this place in town that's called Quantum Leap and it's like this big trampoline place that has all the trampolines everywhere. Yeah. Spongy pools that you like jump into, sponges and stuff. And it, it, it like seriously was the best day because we just had so much fun and I felt like a kid again. And after we were there for about 45 minutes and Ella did great this time because she was a year older than the last time I took them. Yeah. And so she had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Emma had a blast. And they're pooped, you know, after that for jumping for 45 minutes straight. And then I had promised her she's obsessed with the LOL surprise dolls. Oh, yeah. So I promised her they have a new series out called Hair Goals where they actually have real hair. And, of course, you know, me being curious, I was like, okay, well, we need to find one of these because I couldn't find them at Christmas time. Oh. So I promised we would go to Target. And so we went to Target and, you know, they piled in a few extra things. But it was yesterday, so I couldn't say no. I mean, one was like a donut pillow that was scented. And I was like, well, it smells really good. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it's a yes. Sure. But it, it just ended up being the best day. And it, it was really easy stuff that I had to say yes to. So it was just, it was a really, really good day. And Emma had a great day. And we all just, we all just had fun. So I encourage all of you, if you're having a hard time at home, just have a yes day and it'll be fine. And she promised me a yes day on Saturday, but it kind of didn't work out that way. <laughs> Never does. No, I think I like, I like yes days. Actually, I did, I haven't done it in a while and I should, I made a goal to do it like once a year and I haven't, but there was a couple of years ago, um, so maybe two years ago, my younger two, um, we didn't really talk about the fact that it was a yes day, but they, you know, they wanted to go, we had, we had moved not too, too long before that and they wanted to go back to our old town and get ice cream because there was an ice cream place we used to go to. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we went out there. We had ice cream before lunch and we just did a couple of other things throughout the day too. And I think what it does is it really kind of like just shifts your perspective as a parent when, when all you have to worry about is saying yes and you don't have to say no. And you know, you set the, like you said, the appropriate parameters. I'm sure if I said to my oldest son, hey, we're going to have a yes day, I could already, I can just see the look on his face of what he would be asking for. Um, you know, but like, okay, yeah, we'll go get ice cream at 10 in the morning. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Like, you want to go run around on this, they wanted to go to this trail that we used to go to. So I took them there. We went to this playground. So it was just like, you know, and then you don't, there's not that stress of like meeting a schedule or having to be anywhere on time because you're like, we're just going to kind of, go with the flow. And, um, I would, I would encourage it to, that's motivated me to, to plan one in for them this year. Yeah. I told Emma that we kind of just need to have one like once a month. I mean, as simple as what it was last week, you know, just going out and doing something fun and maybe getting a little something extra, you know, or saying yes to the soda when I really don't want her to have that. But it's just they enjoy it so much, and then they're they're so well behaved because yeah. they're just so happy that they're just doing all this fun stuff all day. That and then literally the next day she was exhausted because we just had so much fun. It's a win win. Yeah, it's a win win. Really, it was great. Yeah. I encourage all of you to do schedule a yes day soon. Yes, this month or in February, just have a simple yes do day. Do it. And I'd love to hear your your yes day stories because that would be kind of fun. 
I know that would be fun. Or like to, do- to document the yes day. Yes, I should have, but I was just like, no, I yeah. don't think I did. Well, I obviously did a photo that day because I'm doing a 365 project, which we'll get to in just a minute. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I highly recommend. It was it was great for everybody. We're just all in such great spirits. So, but let's talk about this 365. Okay. Okay. Go. So here's the thing. Here here's what's interesting, right? Okay. So you and I both have been kind of like up to our eyeballs in the Hello Storyteller Academy. Yes. And so it's interesting because I've been seeing everybody post their 365 pictures and I'm over here like, oh, right. It's 2019. <laughs> You're eight days late, Mel. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm very far behind. So I'm like, and I keep thinking to myself, oh, yeah, I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. And so I thought to myself, you know what? I think a 365 is probably unreasonable considering I spend six hours alone a day at home with my kids being in school. Um, I'm going to shoot for a 52-week project. But here's what happens, right? So I'm a procrastinator. Uh-huh. So what happens is when <laughs> – so see, when I, was do, when I was doing a 365 project, I was pretty good because it got into a habit, right? And I thought to myself, okay, even if I miss one day, I'm going to be shooting again tomorrow. With a 52-week project, I'm like, oh, I only have to shoot one day this week. That's all I have to do. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, crap. It's Monday. (laughs) I missed the whole week before this. So I was taking a picture this morning because I can't remember what any of my loops are because I haven't written anything down. (laughs) And I'm very disorganized right now. Um, I feel like my life is all over the place. So we're starting 2019 off strong. You've been a little busy, though. (laughs) I feel like there's got to be other people. You had the best, right? You always had the best of intentions when you go into a new year. You're like, I'm going to be so organized. I'm going to be on top of it. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat healthy. Like, this is like, this is my year. It's going to be great. And then literally, like, January 1st, I'm like, oh, leftover cake. Yes, perfect. (laughs) Um, So I, I I I know nothing of what's happening. I don't have any idea what our schedule is. And so um, I... I'm in this loop that hasn't started yet about a seasonal, like a seasonal spot. And I can't keep up with the conversations on in, in the Instagram chat. It, I, I'm very overwhelmed by how quickly people respond. I don't understand how they do it. Um, so I will admit sometimes I'm typing on my computer. So, hey. How do you, but how do you get to it on your computer? You t- tell um, me after. Tell me after. Okay, well. Because I, Well, I, for those who are listening, there's an app. If you have PC, there's an app in the, uh, the Windows Store, or whatever it's called. Oh. And then on a Mac, there's also an app, which is which I like better, actually. Um, but I'm mostly on my PC at my desktop, and then I have a Mac laptop. So, but yeah, there's an app for it. So just search, you know, Instagram on your computer, hmm. and it will, it will pop up, and then you download it, and then you can type in all your messages for your groups, and then for your comments, too. I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> well, you get it done faster. Cause that's true. If you type like I do, then it's like wizard fast. So I will have to check that out. And yes. then, but so today, I thought for some reason today that the loop is happening and I hadn't shot yet. And so it snowed kind of last night. We haven't really gotten, I mean, knock on wood, I'm not complaining, but we haven't, <laughs> we haven't really gotten any snow yet at all, which is fine with me, but... Um, but it snowed a tiny bit last night, although you, the way my kids responded this morning, I was worried that there was like half a foot out there. Cause they're like, there's so much snow on the ground. And I was like, <laughs> dang it. I did not think I was supposed to do that. And then there's literally a dusting, but whatever. So I was like, kids, before you get on the bus, come outside, come outside and stand by this tree. 
because we have this really great like Japanese maple tree in our front yard that looks great like in the fall and the spring and the summer and whatnot. And so I was like, I'll just do it here because I thought it was today. It's not. However, my point is that I took that one picture and then I put my camera back inside and then the bus was running late and the boys were like playing in the snow and I was like, dang it. I, so I ran back inside to grab my camera and I was like, see, okay, I can do this. Like I could get some pictures of them, you know, during the day, I guess maybe. I mean, they're always going to be with their backpacks on because that's the only time there's daylight outside is before they get on the bus. But so I'm just, I'm feeling like I, I have to maybe try to commit to a 365 because I will forget about 52 week project if I do it. And I figure you know, I got to aim high. So if I aim for 365, I might walk away with a 52-week project. <laughs> yeah. There you go. At the end That's of how it. how should think about it. If I, if I start a 52-week project, I might end up with a 12-month project, I think is what might yeah. happen, which would still be better than nothing. But my, my point in bringing all this up was that I was... Um, I was pulling all these pictures together for my workshop and I was like nostalgic because I have all these pictures that I've done nothing with for the last two years, but, um, that I was like, Oh, I actually like even last year where I felt like I did horribly in my 365 project. Like I have at least a handful of pictures from every month, you know, and more than a handful real, if we're being honest about it, like probably, you know, a good chunk, not, 30 different days worth of pictures, but enough pictures. And I just, I thought to myself, like, I I have to figure out a way to make this work because I I have been struggling since they've all been in school. And I, you know, because the time in the morning and then the time in the afternoon is just, it's not a ton of time. And so I'm I'm trying, I'm struggling right now (laughs) to figure out how to capture them. And I really just have to suck it up and start shooting more inside my house with artificial light is really what it boils down to. Because especially in the wintertime here, like... It's dark at 4.15, so... Yep. Um, but yeah, I think I think I do have to commit myself to a 365. Um, even, and I think even I have to just broaden my scope. So even if it's not my kids, if it's right. me, if it's still life, if it's nature, like some, something. <laughs> and it's not something that you have to capture to post on Instagram. I know we're a huge part of the Instagram community, but... I mean, I think there's a couple shots that I shot this week where I'm like, I'm not going to post this, but I, I love this moment. Like, there was a moment where Emma and Ella were sitting um, in the living room watching TV very nicely together, and they were so, like, entertained by what they were watching. I think they were watching, like, songs or something. And, um, you know, it was, like, right after New Year's, and the Christmas tree was still, like, up but half with lights because I had started taking it down, and... Um, the dogs were sitting on the couch behind them and Emma was like on the ottoman and Ella was sitting next to the ottoman on the floor. And it's just like this perfect moment that I still like look at on my phone. I'm like, oh, I love this moment, but it's not something I'd probably post. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I'm going into it this year thinking I have to get a shot and post every day, which I'm not. I'm posting, you know, like three or four times a week and that's enough for me. Um, but I am... My goal this year is to be intentionally creative, and that was my phrase that I chose at the beginning of the year, um, which I encourage all of you to kind of pick a word or phrase to help guide you through the year, because I think it has really helped me in the past, um, you know, have a vision for what I want my year to look like. But, you know, there was days in this past week when I started the 365 where I forgot to shoot during the day. I was like, oh, crap, and it's, you know, 
six or seven o'clock at night, it's already dark outside. So I'm really like tapping into my creative side saying, how am I going to get my shot today? And I think there's three, three days in a row I had to shoot at night. And that's how I got, I don't know if you, you know, if you guys recently see my recent posts, but the shot of my window from outside. With the yeah. Playing. They were playing inside my bedroom on my, um, my window seat. And, um, I was like, okay. So I just like had this idea where I'm going to shoot them from outside my house because my bedroom window faces the front of the house. And it really took on this like Peter Pan feel of like the silhouettes yeah. playing. And it was just so cool. And I was like, see, this is what I needed. So even if it's not in my perfect golden light setting, which I love to shoot, it's it's making me get creative and think outside the box, which is exactly what I wanted. I think you don't, I think we can't have the mindset of going into it thinking that we're going to, you know, capture everything at golden hour or the perfect lighting. I think you really have to just embrace it. And when you remember to shoot, you think about it for a few minutes and then, you know, create your capture. That's how at least I'm going about it this year. Yeah. I've, and I think that's true as well. I know myself, you know, I, I was looking, I'm like, I feel like I did pick a word, but I couldn't remember what it was because my <laughs> life is a mess right now. But I just look back and I think part of, I think part of why I'm struggling right now is because my focus for this year is really on I'm a little bit more um, focusing on the like on the actual business part of my work, like of my business, because I do have clients and I'm trying to, you know, get to a certain point in terms of client work, in terms of income, in terms of all kinds of stuff. So my focus right now, especially because I, I only have a handful of shoots for January and February, is I'm like super focused on like updating websites and all kinds of things. And so I think the shooting part of it is kind of falling to the wayside a bit right now because that's kind of where my focus is. My focus for this year is to kind of aim high. And I think for me, that extends not just to the business aspect of of, of things, but also on the, um, you know, on just kind of pushing myself as a photographer and stepping a little bit outside of my comfort zone and just shooting, you know, just putting things out there. I'm really kind of invested right now in maybe invested is the wrong word. I'm really feeling a lot like I want to try to start manifesting, you know, this concept of manifesting of putting things like kind of out in the universe and, and, and letting them kind of ruminate around. And so I've been really intentional about kind of speaking out loud of what my goals are and what I want to do and sharing them with other people. I think in the past I was afraid to put my goals out there in public, quote unquote, in case I didn't meet them, in case I failed in some way. Um, And I'm kind of beyond that now because I think part of reaching your goals is having other people be aware of what they are and then being able to send things your way, whether that's just positive thoughts or positive energy, or it's, oh, hey, I know somebody that could maybe help you with this or whatever it is that I think that's a big part of it too. So for me, my focus right now at the beginning of the year is, is on that, on putting out what I am searching for, what I am shooting for out into the universe and, and also just being ready to dig in and to get my hustle on this year um, and continue growing and improving as a photographer as well and just aiming as high as I can and being okay 
and not reaching that, but getting, getting further than what I currently am. Love that. I think that that's, that's a really great goal for you. And I know that, uh, you're afraid of failing, but I don't see that possible. So put Uh, it out there, write it down, put it up on your wall, you know, read it every day and you're going to achieve that for sure. Cause you rock. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I know that for some people though, this time of year in particular, um, is hard because for many of it's cold and it's dark and it's not maybe not the best time where you feel motivated. And so I think it is easy to fall into a rut or to be uninspired or to just feel burnt out. I mean, we just got through the holidays. Like that's a lot. Um, and so we did want to spend kind of like you go through a depression because I feel like, yeah, right. Because, and I was thinking about this a lot yesterday, why it's so hard to transition because during the holidays, you have a theme. It's Christmas. It's Boca. It's lights. It's, you know, magic. And to go from all of that to the new year and cold and, you know, kind of dreary in some places. And I think it's just, it's a really hard transition for people to get through, myself included, because I look back at my holiday stuff and I'm like, yes, I felt so good about holidays. And then I'm like, okay, where do I go now? Like, where, how do I top that, you know? Yeah. And so how do I top that magic and bring the magic into the new year, into like the everyday stuff again? Um, So I, I completely understand why a lot of people you know, use the R word, um, (laughs) because it's such, it's really just a hard transition to go from magic to ordinary everyday stuff again. (laughs) Regular life. Yeah. Regular life. Yeah. And so it is. And I think that one of the things that has kind of helped me is being a part of other groups that have like a theme that they're working on for the month or a technique or a skill or a style. Um, like P52 clicks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, because like right now, January is low light, which is perfect because it's always dark all the time. I know. I so, know. <laughs> so that's a great way to practice and kind of, you know, figure out how to work within that, that light and how to work within that kind of technique and that style. Um, so if, if you're kind of struggling with like what to shoot, you feel uninspired. P52 Clicks is a great group. I know there's other ones out there too um, that focus on kind of like working on a specific technique. And I think it helps to have something to focus on. I know sometimes when I am feeling, you know, uninspired, I it's hard to kind of figure out like what to do. And so I think having an idea or even if you create your own shot list of, you know, these are, these are places in my house that I've never shot before. I want to figure out a way to make it work. These are places in my town I've never shot before. I'm going to go there. You know, these are the times of day, you know, what time of day do people usually shoot? I know for myself, I shoot during the day when we have the best light in my house. Of course, now, as I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, there's nobody home but me. So I have to start self-portrait time. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes, there is that. Um, but I have to start pushing myself to shoot in places that I would normally never shoot, like my kids' bedrooms, because after four o'clock, they're pitch black. So the only light we have is, is artificial lamp light, which I don't like, (laughs) but I'm going to have to figure out a way to get creative with it, figure out a way to make it work or bring in my, my flash and start figuring out how to use that better. Um, and so I think it's a matter of just challenging yourself a little bit to say, okay, 
I'm going to pick a new spot. I'm going to pick a new time of day. I'm going to pick a new person, um, you know, and just kind of push myself to get out there. And again, I think Meg's point was really good. It doesn't mean that it has to be posted anywhere. It doesn't mean that it has to be shared. Um, but just, I think the, the regular activity of picking up your camera, the regular activity of challenging yourself helps you to stay motivated or at least on a flat line, even keeled. <laughs> you're not being yeah. unmotivated or uninspired, you know, but you're still, you know, actively picking, picking your camera up and actively getting out there and actively creating. Um, and it's funny yeah. too, because I think the other piece is that. I was just talking about this somewhere and I can't remember where I was talking about it, but I had, and now I can't remember what specifically what the pictures were, but I had taken pictures. Oh, I know what it was. I just posted a, a, a film picture on Instagram and I had taken uh, these shots back in September and October. And when I got my scans back, I was really frustrated because a lot of them were out of focus and I didn't like the film sock I was using. And I just, felt like blech about it. And so actually I hadn't, I haven't, I hadn't shot any film since October. Um, and I was going back through because I haven't edited, edit, edited any of my pictures from the holidays. So I was like, I need to post something. Uh, let's go in the archives and see what we got. Yeah. And so I pulled up those film pictures and I looked through them and I had, I had kind of tweaked a couple of them and I looked through them again and I was like, I actually really like these. <laughs> Now that there's been some space and some distance between me and them, um, me and the pictures, I actually was able to look at them differently. So the other thing I would say, too, is that even if you're not in love with what you're shooting or what you're producing right now, don't toss it. Don't throw it away. If you feel like, I don't want to edit this right now, just save it. Save it, and then a month from now, go back and look at it again. Because I think sometimes as artists, we can be really hard on ourselves, and I think that we can sometimes discount work that is actually really good um, because of how we feel about it or how we felt while we were taking it. You know, I think emotions and, and art are so intertwined all the time. It's really difficult to separate them from each other. And so even if you're taking pictures down, you're like, ah, these are horrible. Like, don't toss them, save them, come back to them in a couple weeks, come back to them in a couple of months and take a look at them with a different perspective and a different you know, kind of feeling about it. And you might surprise yourself that you actually, actually liked what you did before once there's some space there. So I would say keep that in mind too. Yes. 100% agree. <laughs> I think as long as you keep shooting, you know, not every shot has to be magical and that's okay. And not every shot has to be shared and that's okay. Shoot, you know, shoot for yourself or yes. shoot for your family and keep that and make a book. I say this, then I need to, uh, I know do what I preach here, but <laughs> my goal, a goal for this year is to print a book at least once a month because I feel that's like, it's more manageable. It's more financially manageable because at the end of the year, I have more than 300 photos that I want to print because obviously I'm an overshooter and I like yeah. more than one thing from each time I shoot. So then the book costs a lot of money <laughs> and then it's Christmas time. I was like, I can't spend I this, can't do this right now. Presents, so, yeah. and then I keep putting it off, put it off my oldest is almost seven and I have like one book of her. I know. I did so well. My I had books through the first like four years of my oldest son's life and then there's been nothing since then. But you know what was actually also interesting is I felt really overwhelmed by the amount of pictures that I took the, the in whatever what was it, twenty seven yeah, twenty seventeen that I did my three sixty five. 
And I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to ever be able to, to pare this down. And I was going back through my pictures. I was putting together a, a, a blog post of self-portraits um, for the Dear Photographer group that I'm in. I actually was like, wow, this isn't too bad. Like I, I and I was pulling out some old pictures, self-portraits of older self-portraits of me with the kids for my workshop. And and I literally found myself going through like every single folder that I had taken during that year. And I thought to myself, this did not take as long as I thought. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like a little bit more motivated now to go back through and just be like really decisive about it. <laughs> just like pick pictures, like oh, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and just put a book together. Um, that's a good snapshot of, of what our year was. And I, the, the thought of that was so overwhelming when I was in the midst of my 365 project. And now again, with some more space, I'm like, oh, this is much more manageable. <laughs> like yeah. I can go and back I think and do that, that overshooting now. too. I mean, I, I'll probably always overshoot unless I'm shooting film, but not editing as many. Like I'll pick maybe two or three of my favorites and then call it a day and not edit, you know, 20 images and (laughs) have a bazillion. Yeah. I mean, I guess it all depends on what I'm doing too. I mean, if we're out and about and exploring, there might be a bunch I might edit. But if it's one scene that I'm shooting, then I don't need 15 photos of the girls twirling and stuff like that. Like, so I think minimizing how much you're editing too. I like to shoot and then edit probably the same day, if not the next day, uh, just because I'm impatient like that. And I like to so bad at it, just get it done. But it's also my creative outlet too. I like to have that time to kind of decompress and focus solely on something creative because it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I think Go create I was, and feel good, people. Yes, do it. Get out there. <laughs> so the other thing I think that we wanted to touch on just for a minute, I want to, and I'm Meg, I'm interested to hear what yours are. I don't actually like the word resolutions because, I don't know, I feel like you say, I made a resolution and people laugh and you're kind of set up for failure. I so I feel like with the, with yeah. the term resolution. I like to use the word goals. I yeah. have goals that I list out. Um, I, uh. I'm a big uh, fan of the uh, Passion Planner. I got mm. one halfway through last year for like seven bucks. <laughs> but this year I ordered See, there's benefit to procrastinating. Yeah, sometimes. Except I was unorganized half of the year. <laughs> well, that is the, I guess that's the payoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the Passion Planner, it has like areas where you can write down your goals for the year, for the month, for the, you know, five year, what whatever. Um, but it, uh, it just helps get everything in order. And I have a lot of goals because I have a lot of different projects and areas <laughs> of things that I'm working. So I have like my personal photography goals and then my goals for Hello Storyteller Academy and then my goals for, um, you know, my personal life and vacations and stuff like that. So I have quite a lot and I try to make them exceed my expectation a little bit. So it wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, I got there. It's like, I have to really kind of push to get there. But I think that that's good. It makes me work a little bit harder and be more organized and intentional about the things that I'm doing. And then I also got um, the 52 list. Let me double check to make sure I'm saying the title of this right. It is called the 52 list project. And I know um, Robin Chewy is also doing it. It just lists like each week there's a list and you fill it out and it kind of just has goals for you to keep you on track and 
live a great life. (laughs) (laughs) So the first list of the new year was to write down your goals. So I need to um, do my list for this week still because I didn't get to it yesterday. The girls kept me busy. Um, But list two is list your favorite characters from books and movies. So it's just kind of, you know, a mix of personal, business, whatever, whatever the question is for that week. So I think it's good. Keeps you organized. What about you, Mel? Um, similarly, I have a lot of, um, goals in different areas of my, of my life. But one of the things that I'm trying to focus on, and I just old school, either I had them in my brain or I have them written down in like a old notebook. Cause we've talked about my organizational skills right now. So I have lots of notebooks. <laughs> so I am like, Meh. um, but I, I did a really horrible job of, taking care of myself in the fall. Um, I, my fall was so busy and I was either shooting or I was sitting in front of my computer. Um, and that was it. That's basically all of that I did. I was t- saying to my husband the other day that, you know, fall is my favorite time of year. It's my absolute favorite time of year. Like I wait for fall all year long. I'm so excited about it. And we had this beautiful deck on the back of our house and we've got this great property and one of the things I said to myself in September was, oh, the kids go back to school. I'm going to go, that's where I'm going to have my coffee. I'm going to go out on the deck. I'm going to have my coffee and I'm just going to sit there and be quiet. I did not do that once the entire time from the day they started school through now. I can't even remember the last time I stepped foot onto our deck. And so one of my kind of big goals right now is to make my self-care the top priority because I feel like if that's not all together, I'm still going to get the rest of my stuff done. But at the end of it, I'm not going to feel good about where I am. Um, I'm not going to be the best parent. I'm not going to be the best wife. Um, And so one of my big goals this year is just taking better care of myself. And I think it's hard sometimes when, Meg, as you know, when you work from home, because I think there is always this feel and this pull to be doing something else. So if I'm not oh, editing, yeah. then it's like, oh, I really need to take that little laundry. Or if I'm, you know, like I'm, today, I'm like, I need to take a shower. <laughs> Which hasn't yes. happened yeah. yet. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I've got, you know, 25 things in this list to do. I'm like, oh, I could probably sneak it in real quick before the kids get like, I, I, it's okay. Like, it's okay to take some time. And so I... Yeah, I'm just trying to really focus on taking better care of myself because I feel like when I do that, everything else kind of falls into place better. And so I'm just making like small incremental kind of changes. Like I set a goal to be working out three times a week. I set a goal for myself of of eating better and eating, you know, just so that I feel better. And it has nothing to do with, you know, weight loss or diet or anything else, but just fueling my body in a different way so that I don't feel so sluggish and so all the time. Um, Setting a bedtime for myself, (laughs) like saying to myself, you're going to get away from the computer by 1045 and you're going to go to bed and you're going to sleep and wake up in the morning. And like, so just making that the top priority. And I think that's important too. I know for myself as well that I have seasonal depression. And so I'm always really aware of that this time of year too. 
um, of just being really intentional about taking care of myself. And I think that that is, we were talking about that transition between the holidays and the new year creatively, but I think emotionally too, it's a hard transition. You know, there's a lot happening around the holidays and there's so many emotional things connected to that, that sometimes that kind of come down on the other side is really kind of, it can be dramatic and drastic. Um, And so I just want everyone who is listening to make sure that you know that you need to be doing, you know, a checkup from the neck up and checking in with yourself and making time for yourself and space for yourself and just making sure that your emotional health, your mental health, your physical health is the top priority because it it should be and it needs to be. And I think as moms and as artists and as business owners and caretakers, as we've mentioned before, that falls to the the, the end, the bottom of the list. And so I would encourage you to, to bump it up, <laughs> yeah. bump it up I, on the list. I 100% agree. And I feel like I started to take those steps towards the end of 2018. Um, cause I just felt, especially going from working full time, uh, as an investigator and then slowly tapering that off and then quitting officially in 2017 and then taking on the whole new role of stay at home mom, which I had never done. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, is a huge transition in its own, not scheduling the time I need to feel like a person who's not just the caretaker and the mommy and the wife and the house cleaner and the food maker and the creative and everything. I decided I'm going to get a membership to get a massage once a month. Yes. And I didn't ask, I didn't ask anybody. I'm just like, I work hard. I give everything 100% most of the time, you know, to everybody else. And I need to take care of me. And I need this to refresh myself, to just have quiet time for an entire hour and just relax. And so I did. And I I didn't ask the husband for permission. Yeah. I just did it. (laughs) And I, you know, I've been wanting to get a gym membership, not to get in shape, I mean, kind of get to get in shape. Like I am so weak these days. I need to get a little <laughs> bit stronger, but more for some alone time. Mm-hmm. The gym that I joined has a great daycare. And so they allow a certain amount of time that you can leave your kid as long as you're in the vicinity and there's a restaurant on there and they serve wine. What, and- <laughs> what is this place? This is a gym? The, what kind of gyms do you have in California? We don't have any kind of those gyms here. It's a really good Italian restaurant. It's what? yummy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's that's one of their big selling points. They're like, as long as you're here in the building, you can go have some lunch. But it was just something like, I need a little refresher. So, you know, I know Emma will be in school most when I go, but I know Elle's in good hands. I can go for an hour. I can go do a yoga class or something. Oh, they have line dancing. I'm pretty excited. Ooh, <laughs> that's fun. I just need to do it. Yeah. So I'm doing it. And it's okay. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. No, exactly. That is such the big piece of it because I I do. I find myself sometimes like like last night, for example, my husband um, is in a, a glee club and so he had rehearsal or soccer. I don't remember what he was doing something. And I was home alone with the kids. And when I'm in my office in the basement, I can't hear them. So when I put them to bed, I have to kind of hang out upstairs until I know that they're asleep. And so I decided I was going to sit down and watch an episode of, you know, whatever show I was watching. And it took me about halfway through the show to not feel like stressed out about it, about the fact that I wasn't in my office getting work done. I'm like, Melissa, you've been working since 830 this morning. Like, it's okay for you to stop for 45 minutes and... It's really hard to turn it off. It's so hard. I mean, I've been vegging out on the couch too because, I mean, after last year and just constantly working, 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 I just, I had to. I had to just be like, okay, I'm done. 
I'm gonna chill out. I'll watch you with my husband or I'll watch my housewife shows by myself. I don't care, but I just need to take a break. And yeah. it's okay. It's okay to take a break. And even if you can't give yourself that permission, Meg and I are giving you permission. Yes. In fact, you we have are permission to take a break. We are telling you that you need to take a break. So if you need someone else to tell you because you can't give it to yourself, we're telling you, take a freaking break. Yep. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Or you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to follow through on that threat, but we're just telling you. We will you. know. We'll know somehow. <laughs> Very intuitive. So we want to know what you guys are doing. Um, we want to know what, you're, what you've set for goals for yourself. And I think it's also important to put them out there so that people can support you. So that someone can say, hey, good job, or how's it going? So that's the yeah. first thing that we want you to do is, is think about, a, you know, a goal, one or two that you want to set for yourself for the year. Find a way to stay inspired with your shooting. Um, if you need ideas or suggestions, obviously there's the Hello Storyteller's chuck full of them. So come take a look at the blog. You can work your way through that and, and find a great shot list from there. And we'd also want to remind you that we have elective courses that are live right now and workshops that are happening January and February and March. And so if you haven't taken a look at what's happening in the Academy, hop Shout over there. Melissa. Hers is coming out on Friday. Friday. Woohoo. So excited. So excited. Um, and then lastly, if you are listening to the podcast, if you like what you are hearing, please leave a review. It helps other people get to see our podcast. It helps spread the word. So take two seconds, hop on over to our iTunes page and just leave a review real quick of what you like about the podcast because we'd love to hear back from all of you about it. All right, friends. Thanks so much for listening. I know this was a long one, but we had a lot to get in and we've been behind because of we're moving and then I was sick for like two weeks. So I'm sorry that we've been behind, but we are, our goal is to get back on track. So we're yeah. getting back on track to at least once, you know, an episode once a week. And then if you have people that you want to hear from, you want yes. to hear interviews from, please let us know because we are making our list for the 2019 of uh, interviews that we would like to do with other artists, any artist, photographer, whatever, influencers, people that you look up to inspire you. We want to hear all about it because we will contact them and see if they would like to join us for an interview. So let also, us know. last note before we go, Meg and I are going to be together in person in less than a month. And I think we're going to do a little live podcasting when we are together. So throw us some things you want us to talk about. And I think we're going to try to hop on Instagram live and Facebook live at the same time and we'll record the podcast. I don't know how we're going to do all those things at the same time, but we're going to figure it out and you'll get to see us together podcast live in person. So Stay tuned. And I think there's a mini photo shoot that's going to happen. There is. <laughs> I know. We'll have to do some behind the scenes. Oh, God. It's going to be great. So that's that's happening at the beginning of next month. So get ready, friends. Get ready. It's going to be a fun new year, guys. All right, everyone. Take care. Be safe. And we will talk to you soon. Bye, friends. Bye. Hey, storytellers. Our Academy is officially open for enrollment. Yay. Check out the amazing courses we have to offer available in 2019. And as an extra bonus for being such supportive listeners, you can receive 10% off your course or membership enrollment by using the discount code HSAcademy10 at checkout. Can't wait to see your story unfold, friends.